Greetings all and welcome to Margin Call, the podcast and editorial meeting for Quest On Media. I'm your host, Russell Morse. Uh, today's episode is very exciting uh, just because Eming and I talk a lot about movies and entertainment. And although we don't always see eye to eye, we always have very respectful debates about our differences, including a recent conversation about uh, which Star Trek was our favorite. I think it was a Next Generation. Okay, we're, n- we're not going to get into nine, sci-fi because there's, this, this will be a whole other episode, so let's just not do that. Eming, I'm right in the middle of talking about how good we are. About how good we are about having respectful discourse, and now well, you lied. you're completely undermining true. me. Yes, well, okay. Uh, people will probably be relieved to hear that we're not going to be talking about Star Trek tonight. We'll save sci-fi uh, for another time. We will be talking about horror, the horror film genre, and most specifically, uh, the Jordan Peele film, Us. And I'll just say that Eming and I have different opinions about it, although we have both seen it. So that we have at least uh, the same amount of information. Although sometimes it feels like we saw a different movie. <laughs> okay, 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 sir. Put your put your daggers down. No, I don't mean I I don't mean one of us is right or one of us is wrong or anything. I just mean mm-hmm. when we talk about I this, when I hear the things you say about us, I say, "Wow, that sounds like a really good movie." I wish I could see it. <laughs> Where did you encounter this film? It's like. You know, you do a better job explaining us than us the movie did. So that's a credit to you. And also a burn to us. And also kind of an underhanded burn on you because you're (laughs) defending us. It's very complicated. So try to keep up. Much like our relationship. Much like our relationship. I have to ask, ask, why did you not like us? This this is the real podcast after the podcast. us Why? Why? Us was trash. It didn't make sense. What do you sense? mean it didn't make sense? It didn't what did not have been held together. It wasn't scary. The concept was never explained. There was no actual reveal. It was contrived. Uh it wasn't well executed. It just was like not engaging, man. Like I was meh the whole time. Like I'm not gonna say it was the worst movie ever made, because it wasn't, but it was just like very mediocre. Very like if it was a regular horror movie and I didn't know Jordan Peele made it or any of that, I would have been like, oh, it was cool. Yeah, it was like fun, whatever. It was like, um, oh, what was Cabin in the Woods, right? You didn't like, like that either? Cabin in the Woods. I did oh. like Cabin in the Woods. I liked Cabin in the Woods, but I had zero expectations, you know? I was just like, Sophia was just like, oh, I want to see a horror movie. I was like, all right. So we watched it and I was like, oh, that was fun. You know, that's exactly how I felt about us. But here, I'll give you a very super secret piece of information about why I actually didn't like us. All right. This is a secret. I never saw Get Out. Okay. And it wasn't for any reason. It was just like I missed it when it was in theaters. And then I like, you know, didn't watch it on TV. And just like kept, you know, like I said, I don't watch a lot of shit, you know. So I like kept not watching it. And I was like, oh, my God, eventually I got to watch Get Out. And then finally us opened. And I was like, all right, I'm going to watch Get Out. And then I'll go see. I saw him in the same day. I'm going to watch Get Out and then I'll go see Us tonight. So I saw Get Out for the first time. And even that was like. Are you? Not. Not all. It was like. It was good. It was good. It was definitely good. Right? I liked it. But I just felt like people were making it sound like it was like profound or something. And I was like, nah, it was pretty good. It was a good. That's a good premise for a horror movie. You know, that was good. I liked it. 
but it was good. And then us was just such a drop. Like, wouldn't you say that was a precipitous drop from from Get Out to us? Like, Get Out to me was like a solid B, B plus movie, right? And us was like a C minus. You didn't feel that way. You think they were just as good as each other? I thought us was a little bit better. Wow. All right. I mean, this is just a matter of taste, right? Like, this is just opinion. My experience of those films was like, oh, Get Out was pretty good. And I went to Us. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's not necessarily really your genre anyways. That's true. Yeah, I'm not that into horror. And if I, you know what it was? I didn't accept and understand that they were horror movies. You know what I mean? I was like, these are supposed to be high grade high quality films that happen to be horror movies but they're not you didn't think movies. it was interesting like movies. the link between the two characters like, like the two versions of herself like that like the 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 intricacy of that i thought that was really well executed i, I don't know i thought it was really like it... um i mean the concept i liked the concept and i really liked the movie there are a few things i really liked about it one excellent performances i love the husband I was like, I thought he was so funny. Yes. I thought he was a great actor throughout the film and he was really well written and conceived. I loved him. Loved Lupita. She's like a top notch actor, right? Like anytime she's on screen, you want to watch her. Everything she did was great. Um, And Elizabeth Moss, I thought was sick. I loved her performance. I thought that was really great. That's her name, right? Elizabeth Moss. So those were, those were like top notch actors who like basically saved this film from itself in my estimation i liked i liked the conceit like the central conceit which is like the bad guys are you right like that's a very very rich metaphor that can be mined in so many different ways right uh so right up until the point where like they show up in the driveway they come into the house like i'm like wow this is gonna be great and then everything after that it just fell apart man like uh like the hands across america thing didn't make any sense um the uh the people living underneath like it just like wasn't explained or fleshed out or consistent like it just really fell apart the deeper it got the less deep it got in my opinion that's where it fell apart but it had a lot of strength and it was well shot it was beautiful the music was great it even had the margin call theme song at the end so i I actually made a list because I was curious, like, like, because I usually like watch horror films that are like, I really like over and over again because they're fun for me. But I don't watch ones that are like traumatic for me because <laughs> they're traumatic <laughs> and yeah. I can't deal with that. So, I, so my list is actually like bad horror films that I find really good. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I would say I wasn't criticizing your taste. But I know it's it's within a genre, right? Like within the horror genre, if you're a person who likes horror movies, like you just accept that like part of that genre is that uh, there are just like a lot of tropes. You know what I mean? Like horror movies aren't always like, quote unquote, the best movies, like people who love rom-coms like me, for instance, like I love romantic comedies. I know what I'm getting into when I'm getting into them. And part of the fun is like making fun of the cliches or whatever, but they're still really enjoyable and some are excellent uh you know and and others are not so good but as a genre i know what i'm getting into and i don't sometimes i don't apply the same standards to a horror movie like i think a horror movie should be great because my gold standard for a horror movie is like the shining 
you know? Okay. And, and then what, you know, so then what's my, what's my gold standard for a romantic comedy? I don't know. Probably like knocked up or something, you know, knocked up is the shining of romantic comedies. (laughs) I, I wish wish there wasn't, there there was an audio thing for my face right now because I don't, (laughs) what's, um, you don't think but, Knocked Up is a good romantic comedy? I I liked it, but do I would I say it's like the version of like The Shining for its Oh, genre? what Harry Met Sally? No. Okay, Harry Met Sally. Is I good. don't know because I don't watch. I mean, I do watch it, but it's not it's not like my genre. All <laughs> so right, so it's hard for you, me so to... what your affinity, what you know and love about horror movies, I think is what I know and love about romantic comedies. Those are our respective okay. genres here because they're like kind of like. B class films for so, the most part. You're not going to so, get Oscar caliber movies out of. So those. before you go though, I, I want to read you my list, and I want to see if if you know any of these or have watched any of these. Yeah, hit me. All right, Unfriended. No, I didn't watch that. You st- I love that. That I've watched that. I don't so watch a lot of horror often. Movies. Not because it's... I, I've seen some, but not all. So you might be surprised by others I haven't seen. Go ahead. All right, Session Nine. Never heard of it. Okay. Uh, uh, the Fourth Kind. Also, never heard of it. Cabin in the Woods. I liked that movie. We've talked about this. I know. So I it thought follows. Cabin. In, I thought Cabin in the Woods was better than us. Well, because it 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 held water. It was like it had a, a premise. A... It was it was parodying the horror movie, right? In a in a pretty smart yes. way, not an ingenious. It was a comedy way. too. It wasn't just a horror film. Yeah, but a lot of you know horror films have comedic elements. We know. Yeah, that. but us. Not so much. <laughs> Maybe that yet another weakness of us. You oh know? my god, wasn't funny enough for you? Uh, it follows. I did see that one. Is that the one where like the villain is like a really an good S- soundtrack? The villain is an STD. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I don't remember anything about it except one that the villain is an STD, basically, and uh, that it was very stylized. Like it looked cool. Yeah. It was shot beautifully, and the music was good. Yeah. Uh, the Blair Witch Project. The first one? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Well, obviously. I was uh, kind of disappointed. Don- really? Because I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks so scary. What a crazy idea. Like, now it's funny to think of that being innovative. But in 1999, right. when it came out, like, right. in the trailer, you couldn't tell that it wasn't real. In the trailer, you thought they really found these tapes. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the right. movie, I was like, yeah. wow, they, they kind of ran out of movie. You know, they had a cool idea and then it didn't go anywhere, in my opinion. I wasn't scared. Did you watch the uh, the 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 new updated version that they did? No, I didn't watch it's it. It made me so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, "Y'all made this about aliens? Really? <laughs> There's no witch." I like the twist. I gotta say, uh, I like the twist. No, it sucked. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, the one done by Zack Snyder. No, I don't think I've seen any Dawn of I the Dead. I love that. That one is like it's super stylized, but I love the opening. The opening is sick. That's a. It was a really. I don't know. It's the one film of his that I actually like because I don't like most of his films. And Shaun of the Dead. No, but that's a comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember people loved that one. I'm sure it's good. I just didn't see it. Wow, you really didn't see any. Of that's not true. I thought of other ones. I saw some movies that will blow your mind that I saw them, including which. Uh, uh, what's the one? Happy birthday, bitch. What is that one called? <laughs> Happy death day. Happy death day. <laughs> Sorry. I thought seriously <laughs> I, I try I tried to watch it and I'm like no this is not any caliber horror anything I I mean 
here's the thing. I liked the premise, right? Like I like the idea of taking the um, Groundhog Day idea and making it a horror movie. It wasn't scary at all, but I don't know that horror movies need to be scary. Like I wasn't scared by Cabin in the Woods, but I really liked it. Um, and it was like, it was bubblegum. It was fun. It passed the time and uh, I was entertained. So that, you know, I, I, I hesitate to say it because you're going to say blasphemy. But I think it was, in a lot of ways, a better uh, premise than Us, honestly. Like Us, I've said this, this is what I said when we talked before. Here's what's good about Us, right? Actors are like high caliber actors, right? Excellent Academy Award winning actors, everybody in that movie, right? I remember. Not the case for Happy Death Day, by the way. Those are just (laughs) whoever they found on the lot that day is who's in that movie. Um, also beautifully shot, you know, big budget. So everything is very moody and, and they could have, they had high production value. So that made it great. Um, and you know, Jordan Peele's a good director, obviously, so he can work with actors and get good performances and the music was well selected. So it had all the trappings, right? The designs of a good film. Um, but I just really felt like the premise didn't hold water and it didn't go anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? And that was, I needed, I need, a, a film like that that has supernatural elements or like fantastical elements to have. I mean, I guess you could make an argument that it's not a supernatural film. Like these are actually just like, this is a real government project and these people live underground. So maybe not supernatural, but it needs to have its own internal logic. And uh, I really didn't think it did. And I, I mean, you know, I was in a movie theater opening night for that movie. Cause I thought what better movie to see opening night than like a horror movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And people were kind of bored. Like, usually you go to a movie opening night, especially a horror movie, people are, like, cheering, like, when the bad guy gets killed or anytime somebody gets killed. It's like, you know, all those jump scares, everybody's shrieking and gasping. And there were long portions of us where it just wasn't going anywhere. Uh, and people were, like, on their phones. In the theater, you know? Really? Well, you know, yeah, they were, like, texting. You know, it's like there were a bunch of young people. Huh. That's just what people do in the theater now. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it wasn't trash or a waste of time, but I just... I think, I mean, I don't know. I can't say this, but I went back and read the reviews after I saw the movie because I expected a bunch of reviewers to say like, eh, you know, uh, you know, not his best, sophomore slump, you know? And that was not the case at all. Every reviewer was like, this film is genius. It's brilliant. It says everything we need to know so, about Trump's America, blah, blah, blah. So let me I was ask like, you this question. You <laughs> Would you have preferred them explain what happened after the... the the whole hand-holding thing? Would you have, like, is that what was missing for you? Like, no, what I don't, I don't care it... what happened. It wasn't an interesting explanation. It, like, it yeah. set up an interesting explanation and then never delivered it. Like, Hands Across America, that element wasn't even really fully revealed or incorporated. It was, I mean, the only, the only impact of Hands Across America is the final scene when you see all the people dressed in red and you're like, oh, it's happening on all across the whole country. Like basically it's like, um, uh, you know, I guess that happens in zombie apocalypse movies where you're like, yo dude, the virus has spread. All of America is infected. So that was interesting to see. And then that was like a fine twist also to see. It wasn't just, uh, Lupita's family's character, Lupita's character's family who was affected. Then you see the Elizabeth Moss family, they're affected. And then you start to realize that it's nationwide. So, I guess that's a twist of sorts, but hands across America. I, I just didn't. Well, what was the point of that? I mean, what's your takeaway? What am I missing here? 
Um, well, I read I I read a more thorough breakdown of the film after I watched it. Um, and I think from what I was reading, they were saying it seemed like the Hands Across America concept was the idea that the uh, that the red character had because she had seen it when she was younger, and um, and then I can't remember what the thing, but basically. Um, like in her mind, it was, it was it was something that she saw before she was like switched, right? And in her mind, that was like a way to um, send a message because that's what the, the ad ad was for. And then in her world, it's a message where it's like we are like we exist. Like that was I thought what what, what was the point of that? Even though nothing yeah, but happens, to kill everybody who's not a red person to say that well, you exist cuz then who are you well, going to tell you exist to if you Well kill the whole everybody? point was that well the whole point was that they they wanted to be unlinked because everything people did above the ground they were doing down there. Yeah. Which which which, which th- that part to me was the freakiest part. Like it made me really nervous to do anything for like an hour after I watched it. I was like I thought that was corny when you go downstairs and you saw like the people below the roller coaster like shaking. I was like this is hokey, man. That was like really a low point in the movie when we saw that. Hmm. I I the, the concept of yeah, man, it really fell apart. It didn't go anywhere for me. I will say this, I just remembered while talking to you that Red Lupita is switched, right? So like What's, yeah. the, what's the name of her actual character? I forgot. Um, Lupita's character. Oh, we'll just call her Lupita. I, I don't remember. Red Lupita is real Lupita. They switched. Yeah, I know. That yeah. twist was cool. That twist, I was like, well, that's interesting. But then why does the Red Lupita not... Why does she talk funny? If she's not actually one of the below-ground red people anyway. Because she hasn't been talking to anybody for hella long. So she kind of forgot how to talk right. Because she's been with people who, who don't talk at all. They make grunting noises. So since the age of what eight, she hasn't really spoken. So if you don't, you don't talk so, for thirty years, yeah, then your vocal you just, cords fry, and you don't. Maybe, maybe. just because I haven't talked in so long. Hated that voice. That voice sucked, bro. As soon as she started talking, I was like, wait. She better not talk a lot in this movie because I can't listen to this. And then I read this, this whole article about how brilliant Lupita was because she developed this voice herself. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah, I was. I did not like that voice. I mean, I'm trying to think of other highlights or other strengths. You know, like, I'm not saying that it was trash, right? It's not like, oh, I, I that movie was a waste of time. It's just. I was just thinking about what you said about, like, our uh, diverging tastes in, in, in genres. And I was thinking about like what I actually like in horror films. And I was like, a lot of the films that I actually like are kind of bad, but this isn't a film that I would watch again. So that's why I know it's not on that list for me. Cause it's interesting. Just, you wouldn't watch it again. Tell me more so. about that. Eming. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, though, I don't, I don't watch rewatch films that do like, um, uh, make me feel very like emotionally compromised anyway. Like I don't like feeling that way. So I tend oh. to avoid, I don't rewatch. Okay. Uh, that's not t- totally true, but for the most part, like um, I can't like there are movies that I just can't watch. Um, Again, I can't remember what they are, but there, there are quite a few that I like, like I like them, but I don't buy them on iTunes. Basically yeah. I buy the films that I will definitely watch. Like I've watched unfriended a lot because it's so corny, but I love it because it's all on fucking Skype. They're all in Fresno. They're all dumb white kids. Like it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Um, and, and every time I hear the Skype symbol, I get a little freaked out. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I think, 
maybe part of the problem for me for horror movies is like I don't really I don't get scared by like jump scares or I don't get scared by like oh someone's in the house like I don't get that feeling of tension what scares me about horror movies is just like vibes just like gross weird vibes like the shining i know i'm mentioning the shining again but no, like, that movie scares me like before anything even happens it's just like right. the music and the way that that place is shot like i'm creeped out the whole time i don't need anyone to jump out from behind a doorway with an axe or something which they actually do in that movie in order right. to be scared and that kind of creepiness is an art and not, you know, it's not the object of most horror films. Most horror films kind of set up a basic premise. What was right. the what was the one? Uh, this was like I I don't know what to call this genre, like millennial horror or like hipster horror or whatever it is. But like the horror movies have gotten crazy popular in the last which, which five one? years. The one I saw is about a group of kids who break into a guy's house because they... Oh, oh, I... I knew you were going to know. I didn't see it. And he's blind. He's blind. I didn't watch it, but I read the wiki on it, and it was... Okay. It was... That uh, one was uh, pretty good. You know, it was like... It was a cool premise. Stay out, stay quiet, something about... Well, because that was before the Krasinski movie... That was the first, like, don't make a sound, you know, because they had to be silent. Did you like that movie? It wasn't really a horror. I wouldn't call it a horror film. Uh, well, does it have I, to have a supernatural element to be a horror film? I don't. Does it have to be like a monster? That's a, that's a good question. Can that's it? a very good no, question. No, I don't think I... so because Friday the 13th, he's just a guy, right? Like, he's not a ghost. He's a guy who just kills is, people. Is, is, isn't he like. Oh, wait. No, that's Halloween. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. Halloween is just a guy who kills people. He's a serial killer. So that's a horror movie with no magic in it. And technically, us doesn't have any magic in it. And neither does Get Out. Um They have like fantastical I mean, premises that have like I mean, if you're able to transfer someone's consciousness into someone's body, I don't know what you would call that. Well, it has a scientific explanation, you know. Yeah, a half-baked okay. scientific explanation. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Dr. Russell Morris. <laughs> I mean, I think that's different from, like, a ghost who comes back and kills people, you know, like, or a house that's haunted. You know, it's just like, oh, it's just crazy white people who came up with this surgery where they can go inside other people's bodies, John Malkovich style. That's right. that's plausible. Right. Uh, I hesitate to say that we haven't accomplished anything. Even though it sounds like we may not have accomplished anything because I don't know what the objective was. Were we supposed to agree that Us was either a great movie (laughs) or a terrible movie? I don't know. It was a good movie! You just have, I don't know, different taste. See, that's what I mean. Sometimes it feels like we saw a different movie. Uh, But no, the goal probably was just to have a respectful discourse. And I think I had my own realizations about horror as a genre and what my expectations should be. So... Thank you as always. You you, you grew. Sort I of. grew. Yes, but, I grew. But you still stuck to your guns, so I don't know. I mean, I don't really. Here's here's something about myself that I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me. One of everybody a, a billion trillion <laughs> here's, aspects that you're. Here's like, something oh, I like about myself, guys. I'm amazing, and I'm hella smart. No, no, no. Although those are other things that we could talk about <laughs> in another episode, but. 
right now, what I what I'm going to say is I think that I'm pretty good about like not needing to double down on an opinion that I have just because it's my own opinion. I don't think that I have an obsessive need to be right. I love being right. Often I am right, and, th- and that feels nice. I know, but almost as often I'm wrong. And I think I've gotten pretty good at saying like, hey, you know what? I was wrong about that. Or when I talk to people about a movie that I didn't like and they point out things about the movie that were good that I didn't realize, I say, hey, you know what? You're right. There's more to that movie than I thought. So thank you for an opportunity to talk about something that I like about myself. (laughs) This podcast was was produced by Russell's Ego. (laughs) In case you weren't aware. If only. Quest on, everyone. (laughs) If only that were possible. Uh, okay, so we'll leave it there. Eming, I would love to make this a regular series wherein we have <laughs> pop culture debates whenever Let's we don't do see eye to eye. It's obviously more fun when we do That's disagree. on most things. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's true, but I'm sure there are some movies that we both like, and it's like, well, what are we going to do? Get on the air and be like, ooh, you know what my favorite part was? Like, that's not fun for anybody. I still want you and Shirley to do that thing where she explains her show to you and you you like grapple or try to understand it or why she she she, she likes it so much. Her show? That's, Which show? Uh, um, what, Friday Night Lights? No. Shirley cannot stop talking about Friday Night Lights. That show came it's, out no. like over 10 years ago. Oh, Angel. That was what she was talking about so much. Oh my God. Yeah, it's I mean. the Buffy spinoff show. Yeah, I'm not even equipped to engage in those kind of debates, to be honest. I know, because... but I think it's more of like you being educated more so than you like having like a thought. <laughs> <laughs> Her telling you what to feel is kind of the theme of the of. Of the, right. that series. Right. Or that whenever could, you guys talk, its, it's kind of, it's like, Shirley educates Russell on, Yeah. insert thing here. I'm okay with that. Just I've always idea. considered Shirley a mentor and a teacher and a friend. Usually she's teaching me about literature and journalism and, and global politics. But if it has to be a show about, you know, a girl who kills vampires, you know? No, it's, <laughs> the, it's never mind. I, I <laughs> We're gonna go into a whole. I can't. Right I have to go watch Game of Thrones. So no. I'm so not there's no girl who kills you. vampires. Is that what you're there talking? About? There is. Okay. No, there is. It's okay. just I'm saying the show she's talking about is when the the girl's bo- vampire boyfriend moves to L. A. to go fight demons. Okay, now I'm, I'm making it seem worse than it is, but it's not. Well, I'm sorry. No, the first couple seasons were pretty good, and then it got weird, as most sci-fi movie uh, shows do when they like lose their thing, their Great. snap and a razzle spin-off. dazzle. Just what Buffy the Vampire Slayer needed. Ha, 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 ch, 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 ch. No, no, you are not going to talk shit about Buffy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking bad about Buffy. Uh, I've never you seen will. an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I watched the movie when it first came out. It was a very, it was a huge pop culture phenomenon. But I know that the TV show is very different. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure that it has all kinds of redemptive qualities. I have nothing bad to say about it. I kind of just said that maybe to get a rise out of you. Who can say? Oh, good. Jo- well, it wouldn't <laughs> be the first, would it, Russell? All right. Well, uh, okay, everyone. You've now got a teaser for what our next episode may or may not be. <laughs> Even if we're not talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Angel specifically, that'll be the tenor of the conversation because... That's I'm what's sure, so fun I'm about sure these I'm sure we'll debates. find something else that's not Buffy-related to argue about. It's not like that's hard to do uh, with you. Thank you, Eming, for being patient with me. Uh, thank you, me, for always being able to hear other people's opinions <laughs> and being very level-headed <laughs> when people don't agree with you. 
Uh, and thanks, as always, to our listeners. Until next time, Quest on, everybody. Someone just texted a G and said, so am I. Oh, well, she's not a G, is she? What? Yeah, I'm looking in the message section. Yeah, I see the- it. Somebody said, I'm here. That's you, T, Tom, right? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm what gonna, the this hell? Is funny. That's creepy. Who are you, G? This is how Unfriended started, right? G? Who the fuck is G? <laughs> yeah, it is how... I haven't even seen Unfriended, and I know that's how it started. So that should tell you how formulaic <laughs> that movie was. I know. This episode of Quest on Media's Margin Call was produced in Richmond, California.